but you just stop tip tap tap tap. Kate is on uh, some full disco biscuit shit today. She's barely with us, barely conscious, and we love that for her. What's up, Kate? How are you? How does my hair look? Your hair actually looks fantastic. I look okay? Yeah, you look great. Uh, Like, physically, I look okay. Physically, you look like you are all here, but I know that there's nobody actually There's nobody home. There's like a little gerbil rolling around (laughs) in your brain controlling things. Like in Men in Black, when they take the alien's head off, and there's like this little dude in there Mm -hmm. who's like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna die. That's what's happening in Kate's yeah. head right now. Yeah, and I think he's eating my brain. Yeah, well, that's a parasite. I have a weird itch. <clears throat> a weird itch in your brain? Where is it? Do you even know? <laughs> <laughs> she had one of her 24 second vacations just now. She just started staring <laughs> off into the abyss. It was like, in my nose. Oh, in your nose. Okay, I, I would not have guessed that by <laughs> your body language. I thought literally it was like behind your eyeball. You were just like. Anywho. Anywho. What, what have you been up to lately? Just uh, doing drugs? Yeah. Fuck caffeine. Bring me the meth. This girl needs needs some methamphetamine packets. Does, I guess it's, it gives you energy. Meth? Yeah, something like that yeah some might call it energy some might call it uh, psychosis eat, eat your face yeah it's like a real intense intense situation i think you need like cocaine cocaine sure yeah like a mild um like like a bump of cocaine might do mm-hmm. it for you that actually would probably fix all of your issues right now 100 percent. as someone who has dabbled with the cocaina yes that's probably something something that would be immensely beneficial for you at the moment instead i'm just having a dirty chai Instead, she's having a dirty chai. There's not, not even fucking caffeine in that. It has a double shot of espresso. Oh, and chai, and chai. chai has caffeine in it. It's black tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. That sounds yummy. I'll have to get one of those sound effects. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? It's real world shit <laughs> I hit right bottom. here. <laughs> real world shit right here. How was your week? It was great. It was great. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I was off for the weekend. We went to the zoo. I saw that. That looks so fun. Yeah. And it was Earth Day. What a great fucking day to go to the zoo. Oh. We like walked in. And there was like vendors or, or tents. Um, they made terrariums. Oh, I thought you were going to say there were weed vendors. <laughs> when I think tents, what? Is there someone in my There's just like birds doing weird invading. shit. I made a bird feeder with my daughter this morning. Is it in the corner right here or above no, your slider? No, I'm pretty sure that's just a nest. Okay, cool. Like they've they've set up shop inside my home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's they also another like, one on the front side of the house. They're literally pecking away at the trim. Now there's a hole. They yeah, they're like place. diving. They're like, yep. like fighter jets. Anyways, went to the wow. zoo and we built a terranium. Terranium. <laughs> All right, let me let me start that for you. It's a terrarium, the sixth grade project that we all know and love. I never terrarium. built one. You never built a terrarium? No, but my kids built one. They gave them a real glass mason jar. What a world. <laughs> I mean, like, instead of like, I don't know, like a plastic cup with some saran wrap or something. I don't know. It was pretty legit. I mean, nothing gets people excited. Like, hey, do you want a plastic cup to put some dirt in? Anyways, the kids loved it. Ava did it. Aiden did it. They loved it. Then they shook it up and f- screwed up. Just the, fucked everything up. The whatever the T word. Terrarium. Yeah. <laughs> word of the day. Terrarium. Well, that's great. Yeah. 
I'm really happy for you. She, I did you smoke meth? She's like starting to itch and pick at her face now. I, I'm pretty sure that that's how how Gina's it face right now. Like- I'm watching her because I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna have to body slam this bitch and like hog tire and drag her out of my house and then have her 5150 because she's like on the verge. Um, she's watching me unravel. <laughs> Anywho, we call went to, it what you want. Yeah, we went to the zoo. We had a great time. We built some T words. We saw some lions. <laughs> we really loved the gorillas. They had a whole gorilla family. Cute. Yeah. I do love gorillas. Mm-hmm. We love I'm the also monkeys. very scared of them. Oh, really? Have you ever seen the videos on the internet? No, of I don't Gorillas watch. that come up to glass and just start smashing the glass, and the glass cracks. I've never seen one where the gorilla actually escapes, but oh, I have shit. seen ones where they smash, just Hulk smash the glass with their gorilla strength. Mm. And um, yeah, uh, they get the spider lines through the glass, the whole thing. It's very scary. Oh, the baby was like playing against the glass, like Aww, with the kids. Cute. And then the mom was just kind of like sitting. Yeah, she should. And then the dad was nowhere to be seen. He was sounds very normal. (laughs) He was downstairs. He was downstairs in the basement. Yeah, and then there was like a brother or something that was just like sitting there, and all of a sudden he just like slumped over with his like head in his hand. Like this bitch is fucking. And then the other brother was curled in the fetal position. (laughs) This all sounds very relatable. And then the baby was like. And then just started like breastfeeding, and, like pulled the nipple, and then like ran away, and then like came back, and the mom was just sitting there like, <laughs> "This sounds very relatable." Yeah, like something that like life imitates not art in this case, but the zoo. Life imitates the zoo. Do you know what I mean? The just, gorillas are we. We are gorillas. we are gorillas. We are one. Yes, together. Yep, together forever, as one. As one. Well, that's lovely. Yeah. My, so that was um, my week. <laughs> my week also involved an animal. Um, we have not shared these details, but we were in the process of adopting a dog. I didn't know we were going down this path. And, um, we, it's been a month long journey. He was a five-year-old bull mastiff. He was so cute and so sweet. And he came to our house one day to visit and to like, see how he would react and how we, you know, our main concern was obviously the children um, he was so great with them, was like rolling around in the grass with them, like so gentle, so sweet. We go down to the place he was being fostered to pick him up, to take him home. And um, he bit my husband in the face. Yeah. I didn't know he came Not here, all too. stories are happy stories. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, he came here for, um, I don't know, a couple hours was he fine? He was fine. Then? I mean, you could tell he was a little bit put off, but like understandably so. He's mm-hmm. been shifted around so much in the last, you know, six months. He was like, oh, what, like, what is this? Another new environment? You know, so I, 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 that was fine. But he was very gentle with the kids. Obviously not threatened by them. He was laying down. He was rolling over. Seemed very comfortable. Then my husband, he met my husband who looks like a terrorist with his beard and his uh, bulky, husky nature. Looks like a fucking terrorist. And this dog did not like it. So he bit my husband in the face. And I was like, that sucks. So clearly he's not the dog for us. But it did really get me thinking. I'm like, you know what? This dog was so lovely. And the saddest part about it is that he now has to be euthanized. Because the foster cannot rehome him knowing that yeah. he's a bit of human. 
That's horrific. It's not his fault. He was so sweet. He was just done so wrong by humans. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be the one to pay the price for it. And that's horrible. We like begged and pleaded with her all week. Please don't do this. Keep him. We'll pay for him, but just keep him at your house. Like, don't, you know, don't put this dog down. That's horrible. But it really got me thinking about how Hank really got the shit end of the stick. But there's so many fucking other animals in this world that actually deserve to be put on the endangered species list. Oh, boy. So I took it upon myself to come up with a list, a comprehensive list. Let it be known that I am all for protecting animals and for protecting their environments. But this is a short list of animals that should be put on the endangered species list fucking immediately. Okay, I'm ready. PETA, come get me. Mosquitoes. Ooh. Almost single-handedly keeping malaria. Are they animals, though? Yes, of course. Anything in the animal kingdom. Okay, cool, cool. Keeping malaria in business since the time of Christ. Why? Why are you here? You have absolutely no purpose. Is this your number one? This is my number one. Okay. I fucking despise mosquitoes. Mosquitoes and ticks. Not that they're anything kind of the same, but they're just like kind of one and one A for Nuisances. Me. Little bugs that bite and suck blood. Mm. No. Not for me. Not for Hate me. them. Not I turn me. into, wel- I get welts. Yeah. And I've had an allergic reaction. Like I said, do not deserve to be alive. Yeah. Uh, second are, this is a controversial one, dogs with human eyes. I don't trust them and neither should you. Why do you look like that? Why do you have a soul? Why do I think that you're now my reincarnated, gr- incarnated great, 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 great grandmother? Like living in a house with me. Like there's something there. You're, you're, you're not a dog. You're a person. And that's sketchy as shit. Why do you Ooh, look like that? This is controversial. Yeah, no, no. I don't trust them. No one should trust them. They should all be put on an island somewhere and they can do weird dog shit together, but I don't want... They shouldn't be among people. I'm serious. They shouldn't. <laughs> I don't trust them. Slugs. You're homeless snails and I don't respect you. Okay, so the dogs with the human eyes... You want to go back to two, that? Are number two, slugs are three. I'm just I, like... Is, is there really a hierarchy is, here? There's, there's no real ranking oh, here. Oh, no ranking. Okay. Um, mosquitoes are probably my number one. Okay. But everything else is kind of just, you know, right. not, not really okay. in order, All but right, cool. should be on the list. Have okay. earned their spot. Slugs. Don't respect them. What the fuck are you here for? You don't even have a house. You don't have a job. Like, you've been here since the dawn of time. Like, get your shit together. Find a, find a shell. Find a fucking shell. Evolve. Move on. I, I get it. You know, everyone's path in life is to face a little bit of adversity so they can grow and evolve. We need to make, we need to get to the evolution part. Okay. You've, you've lived a soft backed life with your little candy ass bitch assness. Find a fucking shell and slither up a tree. Until then, I don't want to hear about your bullshit. Jellyfish. Ooh. More like used condom fish. Tell me they don't look like a fucking jizzed in condom. Exactly. Exactly my point. Nasty. They're just angry little like balls of mush. Some of them sting you or they like (laughs) grab to you. Are they like their little tentacles? Like they try and. Or they can fucking kill you. Yes, some of them are extremely deadly. Yeah. There's at least like one or two species 
that are on like the most dangerous animal list. Yeah, men of wars. Yeah, and they're huge. But they're, the actual like jelly part of them isn't can be actually pretty small. It's the tentacle that's so long. I don't, I don't give a fuck. So they, it's all part of the same animal. So it can be it can kill you and you not even know it. Right. It's like an this invisible electric filament. fence of death. Exactly. This little filament is just floating through the water, and here you are trying to enjoy your scuba Ocean diving adventure. adventure off the coast of Japan. And this motherfucker's like, boop, you're dead. You're done. You're done. You're done. And I don't fuck with people like that. That's too much power for a being with no brain to possess. Fair. I'm done with the jellyfish. Okay. We, they, they need to leave. And then finally, tapeworms. Oh. Like the parasitic tapeworm? Yeah, I feel like I could eat one. That's how you get one. That's how you acquire one. But then die. I- die in a fire. All of them. They live in your body. And they... Can't you eat it and then it will come out? Yeah. Do you want that? Will it take some stuff with it? Yes. People buy them. (laughs) Yeah. And they eat them. Yeah. Because it makes you skinny. Because they suck all the nutrients out of your body. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we should throw those people on this list as well. Oh. (laughs) I was like, I might be one of the You know what? No, no, no. You're not. You're (laughs) not. Don't, 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 Don't be fucking with that right now. When I rise to power, when I become the supreme ruler of the universe, those people will be sterilized. I just want to put that out there. The, the people who eat tapeworms for sport or uh, for dietary purposes. I just don't want I, – I wouldn't want it coming out of my – I just wouldn't want it coming back out. I couldn't imagine like a bug coming out of my butt or my mouth. Uh, and nor should you. Yeah. It's just weird. not the way that people are meant to live. Yeah. Fair, fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah disgusting. So if you want to eat something – I don't know. Stick with fucking cereal. Honey bunches of oats. It's like 100 calories per cup. You don't need a fucking tapeworm. Disgusting. Oh, my God. Speaking of cereal, can we have the cereal people, like General Mills, can you get on the phone with oh, someone from Ziploc? I saw this. I saw this. Yes. Yes. Can we fucking team and I, up? And I saw this and I was like, why, why isn't this not a thing? I, do you it know what blew the, my mind. There are... Like bulk bags of cereal that have the clippy that clip. have the have the Ziploc top. It should be it should but I be don't, an industry standard. But I don't understand why it has to come in the big bag, like just like normal size, like the family pack, two packer in the big box. Like yeah. I said, industry standard. Yeah. Why is this not a thing? It has to be. I don't. I don't get it. It makes absolutely no sense. I agree. Yeah. And um, you know, someone needs to know. Someone needs to do something about it because it, um, you know, really makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> so, Ziploc, call General Mills, call the flower people. I don't know. Get flower, Lucky Charms on the phone. I don't know what's that guy's name. The leprechaun. Lucky, Lucky the leprechaun. Get his ass on the phone. Yeah. Y'all need to do a, a collaboration. Zip. Zip it, it up. Zip it up. Zip it up. Zip it tight. Yep. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all I could say. But yeah, R.I.P. Hank the dog. Uh, I feel so bad. It's horrible. It's really terrible. Yeah. That's not what I would have expected. Like for, a t- for a, after you told me that a bit, Misha, that wasn't the, the ending of the story that I anticipated. Yeah. She's like, we cannot rehome him knowing that he has a human bite. I mean, I get I that, like, but shit. Please. Try and find someone or keep him here. She's like, 
well, if we keep him here, that potentially interferes with another foster that I can't get, mm-hmm. you know, that I can't take on, who does have the potential of going and finding a forever home. I'm like, I understand. But that's awful. Yeah. Sucks. So, uh, we will not be getting a dog. My kids were devastated. It was awful. Everyone cried. Like, every single one of us cried on the way home. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a while until you revisit that. It feels like that. Was yeah, I, I didn't want a dog. Like, right, right. I do not want a dog. I don't. There was some, it's very important to my husband. He really wanted a dog. Um, and obviously my kids are like dying for a puppy. But I don't want one. Like we had a dog when we first had our first daughter. And I have to say living in a dogless home, a petless home is kind of lovely. Like, there's no hair. I don't have to worry about him when we travel. Like, mm-hmm. there's just less variables in my life, it feels like. It's just more straightforward. Um, and I did not want one prior to seeing this dog. I was like, I want him. I don't want a dog. I wanted him. So, yeah, we won't be talking about a dog for a while. Yeah. Feels that way. Yeah. Definitely don't. Maybe we'll get, like, a hamster. Ugh. Ugh. No. no. God, no. I hate rodents. Yeah. Maybe. Don't don't get any more weird pets. Like you had like the weird fucking tree frogs for a while. I will probably get more frogs. We'll definitely get weird pets. I'll probably get like a lizard or something. I'm a reptile person. I don't like furry things. Truth be told, I don't. I'm not an animal lover. Like I'm really not. So why would you get just just like? Because they're fun. You can watch them eat. Like it's interesting. Like they hop around. Mm. I don't know. Your I interesting like and my interesting are a little bit different. <clears throat> yeah, I mean I've noticed. <laughs> I feel like my interesting and everybody else's interesting is a little bit different. This makes me bring into the whole thing about being weird. Oh, I'm embracing so weird. your weird self. I'm so fucking weird. So, like, I think about it. My niece, she just turned thirteen. And what an age! What an age! You know, like it brings me back to like when I was thirteen and being in middle school. And man, middle school was rough. And then, believe me, periods of fucking high school are rougher. But that's neither here nor there story that I don't feel like telling at this moment in time, but about embracing your weird self. Like how do you teach a teenager who's like trying to find themselves, find their niche group, find friends, date, whatever you may be doing when you're 13 Mm. to like embrace your weird self when us as adults sometimes have difficulty doing that. You know what it is? And this is what I teach my kids. Yeah, let's hear it. Radical self-acceptance. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's 100%. Radical self-acceptance. But adults have problems with that. I think that everybody needs to learn that not everybody has to fuck with you. Like truly, truly, truly understand that it is impossible to make everybody happy. Yeah. There are people who are not going to like you. It's like, cool, I don't care. Doesn't mean I don't like them. It's it's all good. We don't you don't have to like me. That's totally fine. But I like me. I accept myself. Yeah. That's not to say that there aren't things that need to be worked on. I believe that life is a constant and consistent and never ending process of evolution. And you should always be trying to better yourself. But in the meantime, you need to accept who you are. Yeah. Love yourself. Love yourself. For who you are today. <clears throat> every night before we put our kids to bed, we do words of affirmation every single night. Every single night. And it ends with, and I love myself. Oh, that's so sweet. Every single night. 
And it's like something I push really, really hard on my kids because I'm like, what you feel is weird and, uh, you know, not likable or not acceptable to your peers for whatever reason is what's going to make you interesting as an adult. Yeah. If everybody, if you were liked by everybody, like that's, it would make you that's fucking very stupid. uninteresting. Yeah. Like you're just like this vanilla wafer, like floating through life. Yeah. Like not everyone is going to like you. And that's totally, totally cool. I don't like everybody. I don't like everybody either. <laughs> I, do, I definitely don't fucking like everybody. That's for sure. But it's like, I don't know why we can't all just be like, I am who I am. I'm an adult. I couldn't change if I tried. That's and it. I, and you know what? Maybe I am who I am and I don't want to change. If 100%. Yeah, I'm not like no, I like you know who I, mean? I am. Yeah. I'm good. It works for me. Yeah. I'm not I'm a good person. I'm a good friend, a good mom, an average wife. I don't know. We'll have to get Misha <laughs> on the on the podcast to ask him those pointed questions, but I don't know why people can't just be like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm not performing for anybody. Right. I'm not a dancing monkey in heels. Like, I don't... We're not doing this. I am who I am. And that's it. Granted, for a teenager, even just, like, your neurological chemistry at that point, it's... I, I think it's... I, I Right? Human beings in general, we're, we're like pack animals, right? We needed to find a tribe for safety, Right, so we do on a very, 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 very deep level crazy acceptance of other people, mm-hmm. and yep, in your time as an adolescent, that theme is really in control of your life because it's at that point, right? Many, 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 many eons ago, you're trying to find a mate and establish families and find our way into a cohesive unit. Yep. To stay away from like the woolly mammoths and the saber-toothed tigers and to ensure that our genetics pass on. Like find someone to mate with. Yeah. Find somewhere safe to raise our family, to be accepted by a community of other human beings. That is what we are genetically programmed to want to do, especially women. Because remember, we're the hunters, we're the gatherers. We're the, you know, we got to get the stuff and we got to make sure that everybody has the stuff. So we always have the things that we need. And, you know, we're sharing secrets. Oh, don't eat that plant because that plant will kill you. But this one's great for fucking diarrhea. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're the ones who did that. So I think for women, we desperately crave a pack, a pack. Yeah. Of like-minded people. Of like-minded people. People who accept us. People who understand us. People who see us for who we are. Yeah. And... As a teenager, it's extremely important that you find those people and you should cherish those people. But but I also can't. you have to understand that not everyone is that person. Yeah. You know, we need to be able to find those people and accept that this is these are my people. This is who this is who I mesh well with and that's it. I don't need to be here there and everywhere. I need to be with my people. And I feel like this brought up for me like you know like seeing my niece turn 13 about like confidence and building confidence and instilling confidence in our children at such a young yeah. age because you need to be you need to be confident oh yeah 100%. in yourself and how you feel about yourself how you present yourself mm-hmm. how you love yourself 
in order to, you know, go out in the world and be like, yeah, this is who I am. To be successful. Yeah. Like, that's like the number one key to success is really just... Self-confidence. Self-confidence. Believing that you can. Yeah. And believing that it's like, okay, listen, I, I am who I am. I know what I know. I'm going to do these things. And whatever it is, I'll figure it out. Not like this anxiety-ridden human being who's like... Yeah, the world is like this big, bad, scary place. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if like these people like me. But what if these? It's like that's too much on your brain. That's that's just too much too anxiety heavy. on yeah. your brain to devote any kind of meaningful energy to anything else. Thriving in any way, your career, your home life, whatever it is, your hobbies. You can't do both. I was reading this article actually about. Um, neurobiology mm-hmm. and it was the she was like you have to think of your brain there's a couple different ways you can think of your brain but one of the ways you can think of your brain is like electricity okay. right yeah like, yep. so think of your brain as an old house not all things can be turned on at the same time right so like in an old house for example you can't run your hair dryer and your washing machine yep because it will short out the circuit and nothing right. will work. Yep. In your brain, you can't have the fear circuit on and also the hope circuit on. Those two things short each other out. Yeah. So while you're feeling feeling fear, which is like where anxiety comes from, where um, lack of self-confidence comes from, you can't also hope for the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't plan yeah, your life. You can't look forward to anything. You can't say, oh, I, I'm here. I want to get to somewhere else. While you're being so scared of whatever it is that's causing you anxiety, you cannot, like your brain literally cannot get you from where you are to where you desperately want to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. Yeah. So it's 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 so much easier said than done, but honestly, to get anywhere that's, you know, to a point of self-confidence, self-acceptance, happiness, joy, contentment, productivity, you cannot fear what other people think of you. Mm-hmm. You cannot fear the world. Shit's going to happen. It, that's just what it is. You need mm-hmm. to have enough confidence in yourself that's like, yeah, I'll I'll deal with it when it happens. You can't have these fears. You can have them, but you cannot let them drive your brain. Yeah. Can't let them take over your life. No. I know it's something for sure that I still work on as an adult. Like, you know, and then also moving through life and knowing that certain people come into your life and they're there for just that phase. Sure. Yeah. Some friendships, some relationships, whatever it may be, are meant only for that certain phase of life. Yeah. They're not meant to be forever. And that's okay. You just have to like love that for what it was in that moment. Mm -hmm. Acceptance. Acceptance. Radical self-acceptance. Yeah. I have actually had this on my mind for so long because like we, we live in this world now where, you know, there's TikTok and Instagram and all these social media platforms that everyone's saying, you got to level up. You got to better yourself. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's like, that's all well and great. But it also puts you in this constant state of like, okay, I need to get to the next spot, which is also in itself a useful tool. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm never satisfied. I want to move on to the next thing. I want to move on to the next thing. But you also have to have a foundation of I'm I'm good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't constantly – you can't be trying to – 
improve yourself from a place of anxiety. It has to be, I'm good where I'm at, but I know I can be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And with teenage girls, it's a very difficult mm-hmm. thing to get them to understand because they're so fucking emotional. Being a teenager's hard. Being an adult's hard. It's just like a change. It's a lot of change when you're a teenager. I'm trying to think of how I felt as a teenager. I don't remember. I don't remember being like, oh my God, this is so hard. I, you know what? I'm, I have a really difficult time explaining this because I think when I was a kid, I came to this conclusion, this self-acceptance conclusion very, very, very early. And I was like, you're good. You're okay. And I think that that was just ingrained in me, not from like any outside influence. But I remember just being like, I am who I am. And that's amazing. It was weird because I I remember like I was was like a seven-year-old. Like, you don't have to like me. It's cool. Like, I remember thinking that way when I was a kid. Yeah. So I think when I got to my teenage and adult years, there were for sure periods of anxiety of... Okay, well, I really, especially, like, you know what the biggest one was? Was when I had my first daughter. The doubt that you have as a mom? Yeah, that was my biggest period of social anxiety, we'll call it. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I've never had to make friends on the basis of, like, my merit as somebody's mom or, like, my actions towards another human being does that make sense right like you were defined by something else you're being defined by something else and your friendship is also being defined by something else yeah right because previously prior to having a kid you just make friends with someone's like i like you you like me like let's be buddies yeah and then you have a child and now you're trying to make friends based on your philosophies on parenting Mm -hmm. and your how it is that you navigate this part of your life. And that's weird. Yeah. Because it's it's such a... Unfortunately, it's really such a, like, a judgmental thing. It's like, oh, you do that. Because there's obviously, there's so many different schools of thought with parenting. So many ways to be a good parent. So many ways to be a good parent. There are so many things that people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe... But also, people who are, I guess, parents who really sit there and analyze other parents for their ways of parenting, I find are the shittiest parents. Yeah, because <laughs> like, they're too focused I'm on like, the outside noise. What are you worrying noise? about me for? Yeah. Like, worry about your own fucking kids because I've seen little Timmy Todd, John Bob in fucking action and that kid is a psychopath. Like, he is outside right now strapping stray cats to propane tanks and shooting wrist rockets at them. That's a little serial killer in the making you got there. I, I don't even Sally know. Sally Sue. Sally Sue, Jim Bob, whatever. Jandana. I don't know. You went down a path. Yeah, I went down a path there. But like, I'm like, worry about your own shit. Don't worry about my kids. My kids are fine. They're fine. And I think the world would be a much, much better place if everyone just focused on themselves. Yeah. In general, as a blanket statement, worry about your shit before you start worrying about my shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't, I don't, I don't need that. Thank you. Anywho. Anywho, sir. I have a tremendous amount of boob sweat. Does anyone have, like, any tricks for boob sweat? 
Like, because you've got giant tits. Is it something you, you Why regularly... are you sweating? They're just like, they're pressed together. You know what I mean? But it's not warm. No, but like the skin in between. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a yeah. slick. Like, what do you do about that? It bothers me. Do I get to put some baby powder down there? Some cornstarch? I wouldn't be doing baby powder. I don't like baby powder. I, I don't think I've ever used baby powder. You know what I used to use on Mia's rolls? Like her neck rolls? Vagisil. The powder. Things took a weird fucking turn here, guys. Um, I'm I think, telling you it works. I think... <laughs> I had it in that cabinet that's right behind you for months. People would open it and be like, what the fuck is this? Why is this down here? I'm like, oh, I use it for my daughter's rolls. Don't worry. They're like, uh, something about that doesn't hold up. But I'm like, okay. We use stoma powder. What's stoma powder? Like, stoma powder is like what they like would put under like an ostomy. Like the, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like the, trying to like describe it in like a layman term. But like when somebody has like an ostomy or like a, yeah, an ostomy. I don't know. It's the only way I can describe it. Um, There's... Like a sticky portion that yeah. goes onto the skin first and then the bag goes on top of it. Yeah. And you put stoma powder underneath it and it helps it like dry it out to stick it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I use it for like diaper rashes or yeah. Like Interesting. In the rolls. So I guess like the same idea. Yeah. But it's not, it's not as um, airborne as baby powder. Like baby powder like it, it's like, you know. Um, yeah. Smoke. Yeah. It's like, like a big instant puff. respiratory issues. Yeah. You yeah, know. You're breathing it in 100%. Yeah. Anyways, how did we get on the powder? I was talking about boob sweat. Oh. There are actually things on the market that you can put in between your tatas. I've seen these things. Let me see if I can look one But up. I think the other thing is, is like an underwire bra. Or like a, a bra I'm that never separates. Going there. Or a bra that separates that's not underwire. Can't I do think it. those are your options. Can't do it. Won't do it. Those I want to like, maybe put deodorant down there. You could try, yeah. I think that would be a good idea. It's called a Don't Sweat It Bra Liner. Mm. Carpe's No Sweat Breast Lotion. There's all sorts of things. Okay, I'm going to have to do a deep Talc-free dive Talc-free Bust Dust. Bust Dust. Yep, by Mega Babe. Oh, I love all of their products. Anti-boob sweat powder. Ooh, I love Mega Babe products. They have this... Um, Talc-free powder absorbs sweat in an instant, helping to keep your bra on top dry. Non-aerosol pump deposits powder directly <laughs> on it for a no-mess application. Aloe and lavender. Dude, they have these, like, bath sheets. They're, like... Um, like, if you go to the gym... And bust dust. Okay, buy it. Twelve nine nine. Sixteen dollars. I mean, boob guard. Where is it? Litush? Liquid powder. So it's some type of powder or device that you put in to separate the tatas and collect the sweat. That are your options. And oh. it seems like there's a lot on the market. Great. I'm gonna have to check it out. But in general, if anybody wants a product recommendation, Mega Babe. I love all of their things. I've actually bought a few things from them before. They're they're called shower sheets. They're like these big, they're like pre-packaged, single-use cleansing cloths. Ooh, okay. Like if you're going from the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you have a workout at 9, but you have a board meeting at 11.30, and you don't quite have time to just take a full-body shower, you can, it's like a legitimate cleansing wipe. I bring them to the airport with me. 
like after I get on a plane, like if I'm traveling for a while, I'll hop off the plane, scoot into a bathroom and just like do a top and tail real quick. I like that because I was looking for these, be- something like this, because Owen spits up so much yes. and it like goes into the yes. where your boob sweat is. That's where the spit up pools. Yep. It's and so a- I was like, guys, people, moms, friends, what do you do with a spitty baby? How do you clean yourself up? And people were like, Get yourself baby wipes. Sheets. And I was like, that's not the it's same not fucking cleansing thing. Anything. Like, okay, it's wiping it. But it's just like, it doesn't okay, do I still the need job. to go about my day. Mm, it doesn't do the job. Get a shower sheet. Shower sheeted Mega up. Mega babe, shower sheets. All right. Cucumber mint shower sheets. They're phenomenal. Okay, Kate, what do you got going on this week? Anything? Uh, uh, today is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, meeting up with some friends this weekend. A bunch of us are getting together for a little housewarming party for our friends. Fun. Yeah. Questionably going to be like high school themed. I love that. You know I love that. So you know that I was the mascot in high school? Nope. You have uh, held that from me. I was the Indian. Okay. I dressed Did up you as an have Indian. A costume, like, yeah, yeah, like a like a foam head. No, 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 not a foam head. You just you dressed up like you cosplayed as a Native American. Yeah, Native American headgear and dress. Self self claimed, really. My sister was also the Indian. Wait, 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 you were not the official mascot. I mean, I went to a lot of sporting events dressed as the Indian, but nobody <laughs> at the school appointed me as said mascot. Oh. So you were just like, do you know, like I like the Toronto Raptors super fan who I goes was, to every game? That was basically us. Yep, me. In wow. the end zone, by the end zone. I'm going to need a new the- round of pictures, like Kate Vintage Collection. So senior prom. <sighs> um, Let's hear it. I want to hear it. So in our town, there's a picture of the Indian um, in our like town gardens in between the the big library and town hall. And you had to like walk across a little um, like footpath that went over a stream. Yeah. And my mom was like, Caitlin and Tony, Tony Pisano. Um, <laughs> go stand by the Indian. So my mother like made me walk on this little footpath across the stream and us, me and Tony take a picture of the Indian because we... Did you have superlatives in high school? Oh, yeah. We won most school spirit together. You did? Yeah. He asked me to prom. He cornered me in the hallway, actually. Cornered you or courted? Cornered. Any Hoosier, I may show up in a costume on Saturday. Yeah, she may show up (laughs) in a costume. In a costume. To relive my youthfulness of... Mascot. Got it. Love it. Love that so much. I found my senior prom pictures. Okay. Oh, I have to. I and have um, to I'm going to sport you here. Oh, there we are. But you can't see the Indian behind us, but he's there. You're so tan. Yeah. Oh, Tony's cute. Pazano. Mm, he's cute. You are so fucking tan. Yeah. Duh. I mean, it was the way back in the day. I mean, I still love being tan. You what know? do you say? Um, <clears throat> anyways, that's fun. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, what it. are you doing this week, Gina? We just have some friends coming over for dinner. Nice. Um, that we haven't seen, and I don't even know. God, probably since last summer. And that's it. 
All right, sweet. That's it. That's the whole damn thing. Everything. All of it. All right, motherfuckers. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.